This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, welcome to this episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. This is Allison Kay. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which if you listen to me, you know is marketing. Hey, we have a company founder who has grown his company, I think he said 5X. He's going to tell us all about it. It is not an old company, but it is a brilliant company. And we are also going to have some chats about AI and how it affects business. And he is a global personality. So let's get to it. I want to welcome to the program, Sharik Sheikh, and he is the founder of Clever X. So welcome to the program. Tell everybody a little bit about Clever X and the delightful things it delivers to the world. Uh, thank you so much for having me here, Alison. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, we started off this company in somewhere in the middle of 2020, uh, right in the mix of pandemic. Um, and uh, the first year, it was a difficult one for us. We couldn't find a product market fit. But I think um, now we've got customers uh, from all around the world, the biggest names that you can think of from uh, Microsoft's to TikTok's to Twitter's of the world who are using a platform. Uh, it's a platform built for market researchers and product researchers uh, to conduct online surveys and research interviews uh, through a platform which looks very much like a professional network. So we have... 10,000 senior business professionals on the platform. Wow. 10,000 10, in that short of a period of time. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can you can work with and collaborate with all these individuals to conduct different types of research, you know, be it product research or market research. And yeah, we grew really fast in the last one, one and a half years. So that's been pretty exciting. And uh, we are looking into, you know, making the product better, thinking about adding certain things around AI as well. So happy to talk to you about it. Yeah. Yeah. So your company based in San Francisco today, is that home base for you? Yeah. My home base is San Francisco Bay Area. So, you know, you, anytime you're in the city, let me know. We can grab a coffee sometime. Yeah. Hey, I'd love it. The um, employees, how many employees are you at today? Yeah. So we are 13 employees, including myself. Um, and, uh, you know, most of the team is made up of product people. So we are very product centric company we want to build a product that could solve massive problems in the research industry especially um yeah so we're very excited to to build it and make it amazing you know for for our users so i want to i want to go in so many different directions um but let's just talk let's get to know you a little bit as a leader and then i want to dig into more of what i might use clever x for but um clearly by your accent san francisco is not the original home base so tell our listeners um a little bit about your global travels 
Yeah, uh, so I was born and raised in India uh, in a very small town. Uh, grew up in like multiple cities uh, until my engineering days. Uh, I'm a computer software engineer by by trade. Uh, and I was really lucky to get an opportunity right after my engineering to move to Dubai to start an office for another tech company. Um, it was a one-year project for me to be the first employee of the company. I ended up living there for eight, nine years um, and then got an opportunity to, to do my master's in Singapore, moved to Singapore, worked there with Microsoft Research uh, on a couple of projects, uh, and then moved back to Dubai uh, working uh, at Gartner. So US would be my fourth country to live in. And uh, I was really fortunate to travel more than 30, 35 countries, uh, you know, in my life. So it's been an exciting journey to, you know, go through, go to all these countries, you know, uh, experience the culture and food and uh, travel around the world. Yeah. It's funny. Singapore is someplace I've never been. It's totally on my list. And I just want to go see the big butterfly thing inside the airport as well as go experience the city and the, yeah. and the food. So CleverX, how did you come to the conclusion that this was a company that needed to exist? Yeah. Um, so just to give you a bit of a context, uh, in the US alone, almost $55 billion is spent on conducting online surveys. Another $10 billion, around $10 billion are spent on conducting product research interviews. But when you look at the online service market specifically, uh, it has 40% fraud data. What does that mean? If you spend $100 uh, on, a, on an online survey project, $40 is a waste of money. Ooh, yeah. That's and a terrible statistic. Yeah, that's a terrible statistic. And that's the industry status quo. Everyone's okay with that because um, there is no identity of your user, uh, of your respondent associated to your online survey. Which means even though you're a researcher who's spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on a survey project, you have no idea who are these people who have taken up this survey for you. And that's where you know, the fraud comes in. So there, there are random people all around the world whose job is to just participate in surveys. And that's where the 40% fraud rate comes in. So what, what, we, what I realized is like, there has to be a better way to conduct online surveys or research interviews. And we built a platform uh, which very much looks like a professional network. Uh, and we have 10,000 users on the platform uh, where you have the ability to connect your research tools to this incredible verified audience and even connect with your respondents who are participating into your online service. And that's a huge uh, you know, uh, leap from where we are from 40% fraud rate to 0% fraud rate, because you know every single respondent, you can decide whom you want to be, whom you want to invite to your research uh, project and interact with them along the process. And that's really fascinating for a lot of researchers all around the world. Uh, it makes their life really easy and they feel in control of the outcomes or the quality of outcomes for their online survey projects. Uh, so it's been an exciting journey for us to, to build this product for, for our users, yeah. Well, in, in your, the companies that are using the platform um, or that are part of the, the database, they're from big name companies. These aren't, you know, just small time people interacting with your CleverX platform. Yeah. Um, the reason anyone would want to use CleverX is um, the, the idea of interacting with hard to reach audiences. So if today I you know, log into LinkedIn and try to connect with a senior 
business professional or C-suite exec in a big company, it's very unlikely I might get a response back. So we ran a study around this. And when you send 20 emails, you will get one acknowledgement back. That's the status for a researcher right now. I laugh. I feel like I'm the acknowledgement, but I'm the acknowledgement that's like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Exactly. <laughs> but happy I'm to not... connect because I'm, I'm yeah. happy to connect with everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, an acknowledgement could be a yes or a no, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So it's pretty difficult for a researcher to go and recruit these participants for their surveys. But with CleverX, we, we build this platform keeping trust in mind. So two strangers from different parts of the world can interact uh, and exchange value and money for the the job that they're doing together, uh, and I think that uh, uh, the the idea of connecting with very senior business professionals to conduct research is is pretty powerful. Fantastic! Hey, you can't grow at the rate you've grown. As you said, this was started um, in in 2020, so you're going to hit your third birthday soon, and, and yet you've grown so much. Tell us a little bit um, because I know you're a solo founder. Tell me a little bit about fundraising or how you got the money to get this off the ground. Yeah, uh, uh, we were lucky. We had some incredible people from the research industry when we floated this idea of building this product. Uh, a lot of our, um, you know, um, people whom we wanted to have as customers, whenever they, they heard about the idea, they're like, we want to put in money because we think this is an incredible idea. So we have execs from uh, Qualtrics, uh, which is one of the largest survey, you know, products company. Uh, we have execs from Gartner, which is again the leading technology research company. Um, people from Ipsos, uh, so senior level execs who put in their money into CleverX, and uh, uh, they see that we could be a potential disruptor in the space to to make a researcher's life, you know, simpler and easier. I guess, yeah. Well, I love when I get to talk to engineering and technology people. So let's talk a little bit about AI and your observations for AI and how it's affecting businesses and is or is not affecting the channel of market research. Yeah, um, AI is is the the hot topic right now. Like we on our platform as well, there's so many people who are interacting with each other to talk about building, you know, artificial intelligence apps. And I'm trying. I'm trying to you know learn as we as we go along because it's very early. Uh, so there's some exciting, you know, companies that are coming out of that space. Uh, generative AI, which means you can generate text, images, videos, music, even, right? Uh, I don't know if you've heard that a Drake song was made using AI, which went viral, right? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a question mark now for the music industry to say like, hey, are we going to, you know, monetize on such kind of, you know, viral songs, which were not even produced by the real artist? So what what happens now? So that that's going to seep into uh, regulatory compliance, legal things, right? Uh, so it's changing a lot of industries. Um, there was one study being done. I, I don't remember the name though, but it said almost sixty to seventy percent of content on your social platform feeds could be generated by AI. So it, there's a possibility where I write a sentence and it produces a uh, a post for me, while Alison, you on the other end would reply to me with a post, which is also produced by your, uh, you know, uh, chat GPT or an AI version of creating that post. Um, so that's, that's something that could change a lot of things in the future. 
we are also seeing with with AI, you know, some amazing companies coming into the video space where you can, I mean, it's too early to say, but there's a possibility in the future we could make movies by just writing a story and it, it would go ahead and create a video or a movie out of it. So it's pretty exciting times in general in the space. So uh, can AI replace market research? That's a good question. Um, AI will make market researchers job really easy but the core or crux of it market research is done on your either customers or potential customers or people outside your your company or organization uh-huh. and you're trying to get their experience about a certain product service or a market which is only a human experience which means that uh, ai cannot replicate what alison has gone through in her professional career and the views or opinions she's formed because these are very private to you as an individual. And AI today is basically a reflection of our views as a society. So all the text that's been written, all the the content that's been generated in the last 10, 20, 30 years, that's the the input to that algorithm which creates answers, summarizes things based on that. So it's kind of a reflection of us uh, in a way. But when it comes to individual companies and individual, like as people, uh, it cannot replicate that because that's very much specific to you as an organization or a team or or an individual. And that makes it, that gives a lot of like room for people to innovate in that space as well. Yeah. Well, no, thank you for those those thoughts and, and views. And I, you and I were talking before we started recording about, you know, AI isn't yet out to the masses. And we were talking about, I, I equate it to like a car, like, you know, first there was a car. And so there's AI and, and eventually there's going to be all these different types of AI, like you said, generative AI. And, and eventually we won't use like we don't say, oh, I drive a car. You say, I drive a Ford. And eventually we'll be talking about the type of AI that's driving us in business and how we're using it. So it's just going to be so exciting to see how it unfolds. Hey, we're quick on this podcast. So I want to jump back and talk about the vision and values on which you're building Clever X. Because as we said before, you have all of these international experiences and you've worked in in business and U.S. business is different than Dubai business. I mean, fundamentally business is business, but still Mm -hmm. there's cultural innuendos. So tell us about the vision and values that you expose at CleverX. Yeah, I I think there are a couple of things that we care about a lot. Uh, Building a product that uh, genuinely solves a real world problem. Um, uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of startups out there which are uh, not doing that. And we've seen that in the last couple of years with Web3 and blockchain. So nothing against Web3 or blockchain guys, but we saw a lot of startups that came in which had no real use case. Um, but one of the things that CleverX is we want to build products which solves big problems. Uh, from a vision standpoint, I believe we would look like a professional network. Uh, in the future, which will have hundreds and thousands of users, senior business professionals who would have the ability to collaborate with each other in different ways. Like you want to conduct an online survey or do a video call or maybe just do some on-demand consulting work. So I think that's the direction where we are heading, market research being the the spearhead market for us. So we want to solve problems in that vertical first 
and then move on to other verticals. But the long-term vision is it, it would look like a very different professional network where you can trust each other and work with each other very easily. Hey, I also like to ask my founding CEOs, what do you do to balance the aggressive hours and energy it takes to achieve the growth that you're achieving? What do you do in, um, shall I say, your free time? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's a good question. And and this is uh, energy management is such an important part of uh, personally my life because I realize even if you have time and you don't have the energy, you 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 cannot get the job done. Uh, so I think in my free time, uh, I ride motorcycles. So I enjoy riding motorcycles. California has got a great weather. Yeah, I was going to say you're um, in a good place for that. Yeah, Don't exactly. come to Chicago for that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I, I I ride my motorbike, you know, go to places. Uh, that's that's a really, you know, good, uh, you know, time for me. I'm trying to learn piano these days, which is also very fascinating oh. as, a, as an instrument to learn. Um, and uh, read books, you know, those are two, three things, maybe go to the gym, you know, three, four times a week. So that I try to balance that out with, with, you know, difficult or sometimes, you know, a lot of hours in a day at work. Yeah, I, I want to know what you're doing to keep your eye on trends is are there specific books you're reading podcasts, networking groups, things online, any place you specifically would recommend to our listeners that they should check out? Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone, even if you're not in the entrepreneurial world, should try and spend time with founders. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. The reason for me to leave Dubai and move to San Francisco, one of the biggest reasons was to be around people who are creators, who are building new things uh, and uh, trying out things which also are potentially like failures, you know, in the future. But you just learn those different perspectives and what people are doing and, and how they're thinking about a particular problem to solve just talking to them you can learn a lot uh those ideas so i think everyone should try to put in a few hours every month or every week to just connect with founders you know chat with them what they're working on uh, and to learn something from them uh, uh, that's one of the things that i consciously do every single week um you know interact with other fellow founders in 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 the bay area uh, meet them over coffee and i think that's something really important because you understand from the ground up right uh, mm -hmm. you're not reading it while everyone's reading it in the press uh, when TechCrunch releases an article or it's on Washington Post about AI but you know really what's happening on the ground because these people are living and uh, living it every day uh, and you you really understand what's going on on the on the ground so the ambition for CleverX, which you already explained, is to grow. Tell us a little bit about your marketing and sales strategy. How are you going about now um, continuing this, this growth trajectory that you're on? Any specific uh, business development, sales, marketing strategies that you can disclose to us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, lucky for us, we've been like very viral or we got a lot of word of mouth from our customers. Uh, we don't have a sales team, which is very fascinating. And we grew so fast because our customers uh, uh, referred us to other people in their networks, which was, re which was really good. But as we speak right now, we are hiring sales professionals uh, uh, to, to increase or to scale faster uh, because there are thousands of incredible companies out there who can use our platform. It's just that they're not aware that we exist in the first place. So our goal is to reach out to them, share with them what we're building and how we've helped other customers. So that's something that that I'm working on as we speak right now. But uh, from a marketing standpoint, I think we'll, we'll be focused more on the PR. Um, you know, our, our problem is not that 
we are unable to solve a customer's problem, but our problem is people don't know we exist. So I think branding and, uh, uh, you know, PR would be a good way for us to, to be out there and share with the world what we're building. Yeah, I, I always say, you know, my first book was on networking and I, I treat, teach people how to network with an executive mindset. And I always say, you know, part of the networking is so that people can find you in their point of need. And I think what you just said makes total sense. You know, you can solve the problems, but but you've got to pull pull people in. And um, and the type of clientele you want is very specific. Hey, global clients, do you have a, a, a footprint outside of the U.S. as well as within the U.S.? Are your 10,000 senior professionals on your platform from kind of all over the globe? Give yeah, us a little bit yeah, about they're that. All over, they're all over the globe. Definitely, we have people uh, from different parts of the world, from Africa, Middle East, India to the U.S., but most of our users are in the U.S., around, let's say, 90%, uh, because our customers are also in the U.S., uh, we do have a few customers outside the U.S., but our focus is mostly the the Northern American market. Yeah. So, I thank you so much for coming and and taking time to share with us. If people want to learn more, find out more, where should they go? What should they do? Uh, I think the best way would be to uh, you know connect with me on LinkedIn, um, which is uh, my name is Sharik. So if you type in, I think I might be the first search. It's S H A R E K H, and uh, you can go on the website, sign up for free, uh, be a part of the platform where you can connect with anyone. There's no cost to joining the platform. Uh, and uh, just drop me an email at uh, sharik at cleverx.com. So happy to chat or, you know, meet someone. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today. Hey, to our listeners, if Sharik said something that you think somebody else needs to hear or his company is one that might serve somebody in your network, pass along a copy of this episode. Um, as always, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Sharik, thank you again for coming and sharing your knowledge with us. Thank you so much, Alison, for having me. It was a pleasure. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.